0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the ABJ podcast, episode 64 with Squid Sterling. I will bring him in in one moment, but make sure you guys do me a favor and check the links below for all things ABJ, whether it be following me on all social media by the link tree or make sure you check out my guest links below, as well as any wrestlers on the scene who are in need of help, uh, whether it be injury or off the shelf for a little bit. There is a new one that I did not get to add yet, but I will be doing it for the next episode. But if you guys are listening and you can do it, uh, head over to Smash Master Wrestling on any form of social media. Uh, Rosh just had a little bit of a mishap, uh, broke his orbital, got some stitches, scraped up his elbow a little bit. He's, he's fine, but he's going to be out of action for a little bit due to the broken overall, I believe. Uh, so if you guys can go and support Smash Master Wrestling, give him some love. They got a show coming up on the 17th. Uh, that would be awesome. You can get tickets now. Uh, he does have merchandise and all that fun stuff as well, uh, as well as Tony Deppen. Just broke his. Uh, he has a broken arm. He's going through. Uh, he's going to be out of action for a while. They just added some new merchandise for him at stiffblade.com. You can go su- support that and hip him some love, uh, as well as Philly Mike, who's still on the, reco- re- the road to recovery. Uh, So anything you guys can do to help those injured wrestlers, uh, please do so. And if you know any other injured wrestlers, send them my way and I will add their links below or just do a favor and support those talented people because they put a lot on the line to help create content. I know my background looks a little wonky right now. There's boxes and pillows. Uh, We are in the process. I'm in the process of moving. So bear with me with background noise for now. Uh, Hopefully this will be a, a whole new look coming soon. Are something similar to what we already have. Um, also, huge thank you to the sponsor of Suplex Wrestling, Suplex Vintage Wrestling, out of Philadelphia. Before I read the ad read, I just want to come straight from the heart on this one. I got to be completely honest, guys. Uh, I was done. Well, my car broke down, and and before all my other stuff, in my life took a huge t- turn. Uh, I, I didn't have it in me anymore, man. I, I I've been really, really chasing at this, and I felt like I was coming up short. Uh, and it has affected me in so many av- avenues and, and ways. But this is this is a passion of mine. I believe in it. I want it to be successful. And uh, the reason this podcast is afloat, the reason I'm doing anything that I'm doing is because of the support and love of Suplex Vintage Wrestling. Please check them out on the links I'm about to say here. But if you enjoy this content, if you enjoy anything that I do, they are the reason it's happening. they're they're helping me get back and forth to shows by helping by by footing some bills like they're keeping the lights on of this podcast when it comes to using things like StreamYard and everything like that so please please guys if you're gonna do anything to support anybody please check out their store follow them on social media and just throw a comment on one of the things and be like yo thank you we love abj uh, and you you're showing him love so Put that stuff out there in the universe and really show them guys love because they do a lot of cool stuff. But guys, it has finally happened. An entire store fully dedicated to vintage wrestling. They said it can never be done, but I have seen it with my own eyes. Suplex Vintage Wrestling is a store curated by wrestling fans for wrestling fans located on Fifth Street in Philadelphia, PA, just one block south of South Street in the heart of Queen Village. Their shop features the largest collection of vintage wrestling apparel under one roof. Their selection includes classic designs featuring your favorite wrestlers from the golden age, Attitude Era, internationals, indie and more. And if you're tired of watching premium live events at home, SVW hosts some of the best watch parties since your friend Kyle's birthday party when you were 12 years old. And if shirts and watch parties are not your thing, then let's not forget about their selection of figures, replica belts, trading cards, and from their T-shirts and hats to their rare wrestling memorabilia, they have something for every wrestling enthusiast out there. So what are you waiting for? Check them out on suplex.svw on Instagram or at uh, suplexsvw.com and let them satisfy your nostalgia wrestling needs. Uh, Once again, huge thank you to those guys. If, Like I said, if you support this or you love this, they are the ones keeping this afloat. Uh, they are an amazing staff. They don't—they don't only just do wrestling, but they also have a card store. So if you're into trading cards and collectibles, they got that covered too, as well as sneakers and vintage sports clothing. They have everything, and it's all in South uh, South Philadelphia and Queen in the heart of Queen's Village. So make sure you go follow them. Support them, go to their website and just tag like, hey, thank you for supporting ABJ or something along those lines. And uh, just let them know that you guys are uh, you're flocking over because it makes a big difference. Uh, so tonight's goal, I, I've never done this before, but uh, the likes what I've been reading is likes on, on YouTube are what gets more eyes and more algorithms going on. Just not just YouTube, but like Facebook and stuff like that. So let's go for a goal of 30 likes. 30. It's not a lot. There's more than thirty people that watch these videos, so just hit the like button while you're here. If it's your first time, uh, hit follow, subscribe, and uh, hit that share button. And let's have a good time tonight. The live chat will be open. You can join in, ask some questions, hang out with us, and uh, let's have some fun here. We're gonna get this party rocking and rolling with one of the guys who has crossed both platforms when it comes to rock music as well as professional wrestling. I've known this guy for some quite quite some time. He is he is absolutely. One of the biggest sweethearts in the scene. He is so goddamn hardworking and so humble. Uh, I've been following him since his backbreaker days, and he's been making appearances at a lot of other places. I believe there was PPW at one point in time. He was there for a little bit. He did. He, he's, he's, he's all over the place. Northeast Pennsylvania, born and raised. Um, awesome guy. Let's bring him in. Without further ado, the one, the only, Squid Sterling. What's going on, bud? ABJ, what's going on, man? Thank you for having me, brother. Not a problem, dude. So, you we had a conversation on camera before it was at a backbreaker show, but this is a little different now, a different, the co- yeah. different place, a bit, a little different platform. Uh, oh, here you go. Let's just say that, uh, Squid 100 showed the world who he was at Smash Master Classic show. Keep an eye out for Squid, Sterling, hey, dude. This, so that's where I want to start as well. Is you've always had the intangible things that you need to be have in this business you you, your, your work ethic is very good your attitude is very good you're very humble you're very giving you're very you just you want to help other people around you cry. and then during i would say end of pandemic going into this year uh maybe even a little bit before you can correct me if i'm wrong you have really worked on your physical appearance you've been hitting the gym hard yeah you you're you're taught you're tightening up the body you're putting some mass on like squid Sterling four years ago is not the squid Sterling now you're getting a little you get a little beefy boy you know what i mean like i'm uh,
1: i'm trying uh if i'm being honest with you i ain't going morbid right off the bat but uh the going into the gym aside from like the kick in the ass to really like want to look the part and not just play the part uh, I use it as a coping mechanism for when my mom died. She passed. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with myself, so I just like work out, just get keep the mind busy, work out, and uh, that became a lifestyle because it's not just like going to the gym. Like I spend my time like one of my favorite. I, I go to BAM and I research the books to learn like the science behind muscle building, and I'm always learning. There's so much more that that I can learn, but uh, trying to uh, learn about all the nutrition and everything that you have to do to make it and maintain that lifestyle
0: uh, if this question if if this question is too much or you don't want to disclose it um, oh, you don't have to say but uh you have we'll just say you have a gym partner it looks like a lot in your video and your in your photos when you're at the gym i do Yes. Uh, so, so it's, so you're, you know, the loss, the loss of one of the most important women of your life. And then obviously it has led to the gym and it looks like you guys are doing it together, which looks like a very beautiful thing where you're, you're almost motivating each other and you're, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I just think the overall thing of what you're trying to go for, I think is just super healthy and I think is really dope for you. Thank
1: you. Uh, yep. She's, uh, my soon to be fiance. Uh, she knows already if she's watching, that ain't no surprise. Yeah. But, uh, she, Breaking I, news
0: on AVJ now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have uh gratefully had her by my side through the whole thing because she keeps me motivated. Like, because there's definitely days where you don't want to be there and like you're slugging. You you know you had a long week at work, whatever. And she's just keeps pushing, keeps pushing me, and I do the same for her because it's like a personal journey for her too, and we're just trying to do it together.
0: I love that, dude. That's that's insanely motivating and it's sweet to hear i love that uh lindsay and uh js michaels in the chat uh, they both just started their little podcast experience go check those guys out and then what we talked about earlier uh rosh go support my boy rosh go go a little banged yeah. up right now so make sure you go to a smash master wrestling go buy his merchandise and help the boy out uh once again if you're here my new merch, just make sure you hit those likes hit those likes if whatever you're watching on our, our goal is 30 likes for this video so let's get it going hit that share button
1: do it it's free it costs it costs nothing nothing
0: Oh, look at Crispy Boy in here too. Everyone's here tonight. Look at everyone's here for Squid, baby. I love to see y'all. Thank you. So let's 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 ask the the, the most notorious question on wrestling podcasts. But when did you fall <laughs> in love with this business? When was your earliest memory of being like, holy shit, I'm a pro wrestling fan? Let's get this done.
1: I uh I definitely fell in love with the business early. Uh <laughs> you open that. um so I, it, it was my sister that initially got me into it because she was watching her VHS of WrestleMania 17. And I I was tuning in and out through the whole thing. I was sitting there watching it with her. And then Stone Cold and The Rock came on. And as soon as the glass shattered, that was my first introduction to Stone Cold. And I, just, I couldn't stop watching. Uh, I, I just couldn't and uh i fell in love ever since then and aside from that my cousin jerry ever since i was a little kid he would always take me to like local indie shows and everything around the area i wish i remembered a lot of them like, like names and and workers that i saw from back then but he, we used to do that all the time and uh it, it was ever since that wrestlemania moment that made me feel, fall in love with
0: that the glass shatter and stone cold so are you always the northeast pa scene like is that where you've kind of been born and raised
1: yeah uh i've been born and raised here my whole life Uh, i don't necessarily want to stay here my whole life but uh i'm here and uh i rock it and i support it and i'm gonna do
0: that for as long as i'm here i love that i love that so when did you transition from watching wrestling and and then saying like this is what i want to do this is the path i want to uh take take on and and what was that process like and how did you find your your school well,
1: um, so funny story about that. Uh, it, to me, I believe whenever you get down in the dump, something bad happens, like it, it's always going to propel you to something better.
0: No, I sure hope so. And, uh,
1: <laughs> and I, I, I promise it will. When I, I was working as an assistant manager mm-hmm. at GameStop, this is way, this is before wrestling. Uh, I, I was just, I was coming out of my teens, coming out of college and game GameStop is a dream job. Like you get to just rip the game open, brand new, midnight release, take it home and play it, bring it back, sell it as brand new. Oops, didn't mean to give the secret. But uh, I love that job. And I ended up losing that job. And I wasn't ready for that mentally or like financially, nothing. So I kind of went into to panic mode, turmoil. And I went into a depression. And I'm not normally like that. And, and I felt weird and I'm like, I have to do something to get out of this." And I've been saying for years and years and years that I wanted to wrestle like I just I just wanted the taste of it to see if I could do it. And uh, shortly before I got let go, Kit Raff came in the gamestop getting some games off me and he told me about backbreakers and he's like, yeah they do tryouts every now and then blah blah. I said, okay, I, I never I always kept that in the back of my head. So then, when the time finally came, I didn't have the job. I had no responsibility at the moment. I just said fuck it, and I messaged Justin Glory, and I'm like, Mister Glory, uh, I I'm ready to put myself through this. Like, I need to do something. I've been wanting to do this, you know. Let's make this happen. And we did, and uh, the rest is history from there.
0: Yeah. So when before you like growing up or during were you athletic? Did you play sports growing up? did you ever experience those football, basketball, two, three a days? Like did anything in your path prepare you for your first hell week of professional
1: wrestling? (laughs) Not a damn thing. (laughs) Not not a thing. Uh, The only thing I did, I like legitimately considered doing sports wise that I tried was with baseball, but that was little league. That was years ago. So from the time I got out of that and through high school, I never did any sports. I was always music. And uh, when I I went to wrestling training thinking I am I'm, I'm an idiot I I thought this was going to be easy I don't know what made me think that, but when I stepped in that ring, thirty minutes went by and I was puking on the bathroom floor I was just I was puking my guts out I was so out of shape I had no cardio, I did not know what I was getting myself into but it was just something there just I loved it still and I. Picked my sorry, puke and ass up. And I got back in the ring, wiped off first, got back in the ring and, and finished it out. And uh, I told myself that I was going to keep doing this. And How I, many
0: people in your training class are still actively in the business? Oof. Uh,
1: in my class, I don't think, I think I'm the only one. Wow. I, my personal class, because there, you have Aaron Roxas, who was the class before me, I, I guess you could say we're, we're around the same there. Yeah. And Adina steel, she was in the class after me. And I, I, I really think that that's all that really stuck around.
0: Wow. That's crazy. Any other familiar faces uh, on the scene that were there, your first week of training that, uh, that you're still close with.
1: Um, That were there the first week of training. No, not really. Uh, most of them are all gone, but like, you know, Adina's there. Brad, uh, Brad was there, and Johnny Toxic. Uh, they're around for. I don't know if they were there my first day or not. Uh, I, I truthfully don't remember. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're all there, mentoring and helping us from the beginning. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, most of them seriously, most of them quit but yeah. by the time it came to that time
0: and i don't like to hear like obviously that that question isn't asked to say how many people quit it just kind of shows people who are listening that may not be professional wrestling fans of how extremely difficult this industry can be on just your mental and your physical right. because there's a lot to it but that first walk me through the first time you you're hitting ropes and you're taking bumps what what does it what does it do to a body
1: um it, it doesn't make it feel very good <laughs> um Taking bumps, uh, truthfully for me, like maybe it's just how I was taught. Uh, I, I felt like the teaching was very well done on how to take bumps. Um, that wasn't the worst until we had to start taking them over and over. And then you start taking bumps next to each other and bumping at the same time to get your timing down. And if, As soon as one person hits that mat and the other one's just an inch above that ground, you're getting stiff so hard and you're, you're going to feel that for a week the ropes the ropes leave bruises everywhere all on your back on your arm your armpit and i i'm not the tallest guy on the scene man Let, let's be real here so that that's getting right up in my pit half the time and it it looks terrible it it's fun in some sickening sadistic way it is fun but man it uh, it don't always feel good
0: Eric Pinhat says, uh, his graduation photos came across my memories the other day, and I'm pretty sure he's right, and he's the only one left.
1: My God. I, I remember being nervous for those photos I, because I'm like uh, that was before I, I I really had my character or ha, had a really decent understanding of the business. So I'm like, oh, my God, what promo photos? Like, What is going to work? What's not going to work? Like, yeah. I, I remember crossing like this, and I'm like, ah, oh, I look at it now. Oh, you did the punk? Like, oh, you did the punk? Yeah, I did the punk thing with the drumsticks coming across my face, and
0: uh ah, cringe. So, so since the start, have you always adapted the name Squid Sterling and the persona of the rock and roll wrestler?
1: Yep, uh, that was my that was my intention right from the start, uh, and still rocking with it, and evolving. You know, you know, as time goes on in this business, especially you have to just you have to continue to evolve and a lot faster
0: then then sometimes i anticipate too yeah but uh, i will, I yeah, will say what your character you come out to good music you come out looking like a rock star you can you have your drumsticks you got you got everything you need there but like when you wrestle that i don't know i'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing but that kind of the character rock side vanishes and then when you get in the ropes that's when the wrestler begins and then you become more of that heart and soul style wrestler because you're the undersized the shorter guy you are putting muscle mass on but you always you have that fight from behind attitude and and everything like that so like you're rock and roll until the hit the rope and then you do your pose and then when the bell rings you're There's now business. it's not rock it's right it's it's fighting time you know what i mean and i think that's a cool idea to your character like you're not really you don't really do much when it comes to it like maybe sometimes you'll do the drumstick spots where you hit like you know what i mean but like for the most time most of your stuff is just like it's just wrestling. There's not a lot of crossover. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, uh, it's it's hard to explain.
1: Sometimes I, sometimes I like it like that uh, because I, I really do. I love getting in there and, and putting on y- y- just a wrestling match, mm-hmm. but I do love getting in there and, and, and putting a little bit of that flares. Like there's something, we have that cowbell spot every now and then I love having that cowbell up near someone's face and ringing their, literally ringing their bell yeah uh, but you know it'd
0: be yeah, a good one like you know the 10 over you know, O'Malley
1: said that's that's a high spot in my head
0: oh yeah <laughs> hitting anybody I, I feel like if you're a rock star like that's got to be like the is hitting somebody with a guitar I don't I don't ever want to be hit with one but
1: uh it was invigorating that's <laughs> the best yeah. way it, it is so fun
0: you, you know what you should do I don't know if you've pro you probably have done it already I'm I'm probably not original in this but like the this, the, the old school classic throw them in the corner climb up 10 punches right but instead of the punches, you should be doing the Pete Townsend's like bang, like you like you're strumming, like like you know what I mean? Like the strum punch, like <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> there you go. You can have that. After you today, can have that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I Definitely like that. boom. boom. <laughs> and then ah, and then jump off or something. I don't know. It's a little fun little rock incorporation. How did you Yeah. you
1: know yeah. and get my ass power bombed?
0: Yeah. Or like instead of um I don't know if your, your gear is prepared for, but instead of like, you know, when you do the, 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 the Lucha spot where, you know, one jumps over like just do like a, a, a stage slide, like a knee slide underneath their legs.
1: Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> thinking about that makes me nervous.
0: Yeah. One Cause day. your legs stick and then you they don't, and then you take a crotch right to the face. I, um, <laughs> I now. You get your nose broke by someone's wean. Um, it'd be horrible. Yeah, how did you come up with the name Squid Sterling? Where does that come from? What What was your 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 idea of the name?
1: So uh, I feel like the name Squid. I I didn't choose the name. The name chose me. I love that. Uh, I've had that name for literally as long as I can remember from being a kid. But I can truthfully tell you, it's not too much of a secret anymore. It came from Rocket Power. How many on here? No. Right. Yeah. from that i loved it when i was a little kid i talked about it a lot and my sister tanya she just came up behind me one day i was talking about my friends and she just called me squid and everybody around me thought it was hilarious and it just stuck so everybody throughout my life professors teachers my parents family friends everybody called me squid so i felt like it was only right
0: so so what you're saying is we need a we were kind of talking off camera before the podcast started. So you need a rocket power inspired squid sterling logo. Oh,
1: yes. Money. Right. I would pick that. <laughs> I would pick that.
0: <laughs> we might know some people in here that can make that happen. If you, I'll, I'll get you their deets. Oh, uh, I'm, that, looking, that would be... <laughs> I'm looking for those deets. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So early on in your career, you're, obviously you're at Backbreakers. You're, you're doing that. How long of your training... Uh, before your first match where they were glory or anybody at the school was like, Hey man, we're going to put you in there and we're going to, you're, 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 ready to go. I think it was about 10 months,
1: uh, 10 months of training. Uh, I went three days a week religiously. I don't think I, I seriously don't think that I missed a day of training before I graduated uh, three days a week. Uh, I would only be allowed to participate in maybe one class, like at first there was a beginner's class. So you learn your bumps and all your fundamentals. And uh, I went to that, participated. And then on Tuesday was the advanced class and Thursday was open ring. And I would just go and watch. And I would, sometimes I sit at the end of the ring, sometimes just sit in the chairs and I would just take everything. And you learn in just as much by, by watching and listening as you do by doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually I was allowed to, Go to I, I bumped up to advance and I was allowed to go to the open ring and I, I just never stopped going to the beginners. Uh, if I had a place to go right now, I'd still be doing that because you, you can never get enough of that. You know, always. I, think,
0: I think there's a church you can go to. There's some guys you could hit up. They're always doing some stuff there.
1: Once I once that vehicle is rolling, hell yeah, I've been wanting yeah. to so go bad because they're that, training. That, they're training a lot gold there crazy. Of, of information sitting in that building up at Sanctuary. There really is. It is a gold mine of information and character development and everything that I believe that I need to be real.
0: Yeah, start hanging uh, first Friday, man. You get a ride. Come hang out with us. We, we love having you Squid love at the at, at the church. Um, so when uh, when when did you have that? So your first match—that's why it wasn't. Yeah, your first match. You're 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 about to go out there. Was it? Did you get your traditional six-man tag? Was it a rumble spot? What, what was your first match?
1: It was a it was a one-on-one, Ooh. Uh, which is yeah, and I'm very I'm thankful for it because even still to this day it was some of the most fun that I've ever had. You know, uh, something you never forget is your first time out there. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was a one-on-one match. Lost the match. Who'd you but, work? uh his name it was uh one of the kids that i came up with and uh his it was also his first match so it was a double debut oh and uh it was cinderella man chris harsh um he's no longer in the business anymore but uh we worked twice my second match was also a rematch with him and um yeah that's that's pretty much how that went there yeah
0: so I when by the time I, I started learning about backbreakers and started going there and consuming their content, uh you you were essentially a staple there at that point in time. Uh you you were their uh what what championship was it? It, it was like their was it like their lightweight champion or like their for, uh at first uh I
1: ended up getting their heavyweight championship mm-hmm. and uh had to give up that because I dislocated my elbow, so I was out for a few months. And then it was a cruiserweight championship.
0: Cruiser. I, I came around for your cruiserweight run.
1: Yeah. Yes. And uh, technically, I'm I, I'm a two time champ, but I had to give the first one up due to injury because uh, yes. I dislocated my knee. Uh, I was I to- there.
0: I was there for the night when you hurt yourself and you couldn't compete, and you had to you had to hand it in.
1: I that that was an awful night. Yeah. <laughs> I did not have fun that night. Uh, mm-hmm. But. But, yeah, uh, I held that in total. I mean, I didn't defend it too much because COVID happened. I had it all through COVID, but there was no show. So, like, does that really count? Yes. Uh, if if longest, it counts. Longest raining. If it counts, then it's longest raining and it's going on about three years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, up until backbreakers folded in and I just handed it back.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Crispy said there's a church you can get all that in. Chris Yem says, who looking forward to Friday night? What's going on Friday? Is there something cool happening Friday? I know there's a there's a show at the at the sanctuary this Friday. Uh, if that's what you're talking about, I'm looking forward to it. Totally and then Finco says, "Hey man, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming hanging out, Finn. Um, Yeah. So and then also you you got to team up with uh, you had a little bit of a, of a manager situation there. You had a little C R O'Malley who I did get your message. C R, you are on the list. I promise, I'm not <laughs> to you uh he's been busted my ass about that (laughs) you are on the list your boy's just your boy's just going through some stuff but i definitely have your your i have both your forms so i preach one of the only ones who's actually filling the forms out so i I, you're on the list i swear to god um but how did juice two team up and start doing stuff
1: we um We just started driving together, like when we started getting our footing, because he never managed me in backbreakers. Yeah, I don't think he's ever done it in backbreakers. Look at this.
0: Hit me up, Squid. I'll pick you up on the way. Oh, you know what? That is that's great, but that's great, but terrible. It's great that you're coming to the sanctuary, but it's terrible because Ricky (laughs) Price is going to be there too. That is what a wow! What a double-edged sword that is.
1: I'm going just to see that feud. I want. I want to see that play out. But uh, we uh, we just started being travel partners. And, you know, when we started getting booked, you, you know, he's managed coming with me. So I would always ask him like, hey, like if you're going to use me, like could we use him too? like, you, you know, we could do whatever spot you want. It's comedy or if you want to be serious, face heel, whatever. He was always more fun. And uh, it just kind of started to organically happen like that. And then we started like especially up in like the New York like the 607 area mm-hmm. up there we're paired together a lot it's kind of like almost like a package deal
0: i love that how actually that's 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 what i love that's interesting to me cuz a lot of a lot of times in the industry a lot of people get stuck in that 15 20 mile 30 minute 30 mile bubble of where they live and where they work how was it your first time breaking out of that i don't know anyone in the locker room i'm going to go to a promotion i don't maybe know anyone here and and stepping into Unfamiliar territory and going in and just getting that work
1: in—absolutely nerve-wracking. Uh, Sometimes I might come off as an extrovert, but like this boy's loaded with social anxiety, and I—I I can mask it. And when you put me in a mask, room, baby, a bunch, mask it. When you put me in a room with a bunch of people that I have no idea, especially when you're coming up in the business and you're taught like, oh, you need to watch what you say. You need to, you know, you can only talk so much with so Speaking many spoken
0: people spoken to.
1: Yeah so i'm like am i even allowed to talk like well what's going on here like how do i work this uh and eventually you know you get to know the guy and they're all welcoming i i really don't have thankfully i don't have a lot of negative experiences when it comes to that kind of stuff
0: yeah
1: uh but 607 seems very welcoming uh bringing me in there and it got easier as time goes on now i think i might be able to go somewhere and be a little more confident in uh you know, and, and just getting my feet wet in there and making the connections. But for a while, oof, was that nerve wracking.
0: Yeah. It's scary. I I'm lucky everywhere I've went out of the PA scene. I've always been with Pete DeLong, So I've always had him as my crutch. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good to roll with somebody. Um, so when was that moment in your career where you had that click right now. It could happen at your home promotion, but I feel like a lot of times it happens when you're on that road or you're away from everyone in your immediate circle. Cause everybody in your immediate circle is going to, they're going to be honest with you, but it's like almost like listening to your parents, right? Like your parents can give you all the best advice, but then when you leave the nest and then the advice that they've been saying comes from somebody else and then you're like, Oh, this makes sense. What was that moment for you as professional wrestler? I can pinpoint that
1: Uh, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, Definitely when I had my match with HC Loke and that was at UW up in New York. And the reason why was because that was the first match that I went in with almost other than the normal anxiety, like before you step out of the curtain, like, you know, the jitters. Uh, As soon as I stepped out of the curtain, it's it, it just all went away. I didn't have to think about what I was going to do or my strategy or anything like that. I just went in there and we worked and I felt it. And it's a testament to him because, man, I he he's a blast to work with. One of my favorite guys to work with. I love him to death. Um, Did he, but, did he
0: spit Did he spit well, on you?
1: No, uh yes, he did. He did. Uh, he he, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. He spit all that water in my face like he was triple H. Yeah. Um, and uh that whole time I was like I was really sad that he spit in my face, but I was also like, This is kind of cool shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get you're gonna get a few you're gonna get uh you're gonna get spit on, and you're probably gonna get a top rope, uh nut grab, throw off top rope or something along those lines.
1: I didn't get I didn't get one of
0: those. You didn't get the nut he, grab? Talked, he he told me look out
1: for it, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the reason why I was such like an aha moment is uh look, he, he looks at me beforehand, and he's like, Here, take this kid. And he gives me a shot of ocki, he's like, just loosen yourself up. You look too damn nervous. And I'm like, okay. I love look. Took that and I was like, damn, he's right. <laughs> loosen up, but uh that that loosening up just allowed me to 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 get in there and feel it for what i think is probably the first time and i've been wanting to do it like that ever since it's like you said it's like aha moment like that's what i want out of it
0: loke is the epitome of keep it simple stupid uh his matches are if you if like you're gonna get a loke match when you get a loke match you get a loke match he's gonna he's gonna do the greatest hits you're gonna. It's like it's like going to see your favorite band. You're gonna you're gonna see the greatest hits. Uh, he's gonna part. He's, he's gonna get the crowd participation in. He's gonna get the crowd involved in the match. You're gonna leave just how you came in, insanely safe, insanely protected, and it's gonna look like he kicked the ever living shit out of you, or he gets what? the ever living shit out of you. Yeah. And he can sell that too. Um, he's he's a he's a gangster man, and there's a reason why he's has accomplished as much as he's accomplished in this building uh, in this business. And his students that he has come up around him are some of my favorite people they're in this phenomenal, industry. Man, it's not even fair. Those yeah. kids are phenomenal. There's two, they're too good. Dude. They, first time I seen them at the sanctuary, I was like, hey, Jeremy, oh, what is happening? Phenomenal. They yeah, really they're on awesome. the list as well for future podcast stuff. Cause I love those guys. At good, death. As they should. <laughs> so good. Um. Yeah, man. So was that like your first name or established person that you've worked? I I think so.
1: I, yeah. I at that point, yeah, I think that would have been the first established worker.
0: How who was any other ones after that?
1: Uh as for like wildly established, not so much. Okay. Um, I've not in front of a live crowd anyway. Uh yeah. done, you know, a lot of seminars and and have been grateful to be in opportunities to
0: be around a lot of were women. you at the seminar for PPW when they were in Battlefield or when they were at uh, Broadheadsville?
1: Which one? I've done a few for PPW.
0: I feel like I was there for your one seven. Were you, were, you were you there for the Jay Lethal?
1: No, I, I wasn't. I wish I was. I was so mad I missed that one.
0: Who were you there uh, for? I was there
1: for Billy Gunn. Uh, I did okay. Dean
0: Malenko, uh, Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows, when they were in Broadheadsville. Yeah, oh, I, I, remember, I remember what, yeah. catching you there. Yeah, you were there for that one. Uh, they, uh, that was a good one because he treated it like if was. you were going to a WWE tryout. I talked about it before in the podcast, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself for people who listen to every episode, so maybe two <laughs> of you. Um, but I loved when he told everyone to take their shirts off, and they're just like, "What?" And he's like,
1: <laughs> yeah. "They looked at him like a deer in headlights. They're like, yeah. you want me to? to
0: yeah." What? And a few people were like, uh, and "He's like, do it. That's this is exactly <laughs> yeah. what they're gonna do at WWE." And then he was just like, yeah. "Is that is that the body you'd want to see on TV? You're
1: and they are just like honest, but you need that in this business. You need that brutal yeah. honesty." You really do. Absolutely. He made comments on my body too, because at that time I had no meat on me, man. I was skin and bones, and uh, he he told me I needed to to beef up. And it took me a bit, but I finally took your advice, brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and listen, you were at you were at a Monday Night Raw, and the crowd was chanting your name, and you weren't even in the ring.
1: Oh my God! Don't don't even don't even. When I looked and I saw you down there, I was like, what the. Fuck? <laughs>
0: so i i was graciously given uh floor seeds to a monday night raw like <laughs> 35 minutes before it happened and we're all like going around and bp's like "Go to squid and i was just like let's go squid or, or squid sterling or chan and he's just like he, he just stopped and you're like it took
1: me like i don't even think i was not paying attention like i think i was in my own little trance too yeah and it broke me out of it. And i'm like why is this happening here? No, what?
0: <laughs> and then I took a picture of you and sent it to you, and you're just like, and you, you spotted <laughs> me.
1: That's what I'm like, where is this? <laughs> that
0: was a good time. Uh, so listen, the, the wrestling thing we can we can swing back to if you have any stories or anything we can get back to, because there is some stuff I want to talk about, uh, most recent stuff that you have done, but I, I want to kind of oh, shift look, gears here.
1: On this. It's root beer. It's Lion's Head, but it's root beer. I'm not drinking on the job.
0: You can drink on the job. I, I'm, I'm just mad. I don't have beer to drink with you. Um, <laughs> once again, if you are here, make sure you hit those likes and subscribes and those shares where the goal for tonight's episode is uh, 30 likes or hearts or whatever we can get. So if we can hit that 30 mark. That'd be absolutely insane. And make sure if you're on the Facebook side or YouTube, hit that share button and get more people uh, aware of the ABJ podcast. We're trying to grow. We just hit 700 subscribers so we can hit that 800. Ooh, that would be amazing there. on the quote. Uh, the quest of 1K, that'd be amazing. But music, music-wise, um, you carry drumsticks. But what, 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 do you do for music? What, what instruments do you instruments? I'll give you. I uh, will say if you play more than one, or, or a man What do you do in the music scene? And, and has, has the music and the wrestling been hand in hand this entire time?
1: So, uh, for me, it has always been hand in hand. I'll, I'll get to that soon. Um, but musically, I, I do just a lot myself right now, solo stuff. I don't have a band. I did uh, when I was, for years, uh, I had a band called Life After Misery, One Humanity Remains, and uh, we used to do some cool stuff. I was a front man. Uh, I was just a singer slash screamer for that at the time. Uh, I didn't want to be tied down on stage with an instrument. I like being free. I like running around and acting crazy, as you could probably tell uh from the ring stuff but uh i have been playing guitar for how old am i oh my god like 16 17 years now uh drum drumming wise i've been playing for a couple years uh same thing with bass uh one instrument i'd love to learn is piano can't play piano to save my life wish i
0: could um i think we got rated on twitter i'm um, on Tw- yeah, twitter on twitch appreciate that I, if, yeah. i've never been i've never been rated before Ooh. i'm on Streamyard, so i can't see when i get rated but my little brother captain butler's here uh who's also on uh twitch go follow him he plays a lot of mlb the show um so yeah if we got rated thank you so much that's a huge help i'm trying to i'm, I'm really close to that i think it's like affiliate status, or so whatever it is um so yeah Keep thank you going yeah and
1: uh Aside from that, we, uh, back in high school, uh, I, I had the opportunity to open up for a few national, international acts like Motionless and White, uh, Sleeping with Sirens, We Came as Romans, uh, Sepatora. Most of this happened at uh, Eleanor Rigby's when that was open. Uh, and It turned into Three Kings. Uh, so those are good times. Uh, we were on the All-Star Festival. Uh I think that was 20 2012, 2013. Don't smoke weed kids. You don't remember or ar- ar- do. Or do.
0: As as I wear my dairy. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, lately though, it uh I, I haven't been doing too much other than just sitting down and writing my my own material and learning how to uh learning how to record it and produce it myself which is a a train wreck of knowledge that i need to get because it it is it is so much
0: we you need a car and i need you to bring i need you to bring to this side of the 570 because if you need to get in contact with musician people i have so many talent musician friends that i can link you up with and you can do some cool shit man uh what was the name of your band my brother said
1: uh band was life after misery uh when we when we broke up uh it was just a lot of like animosity within the band a lot of different music styles uh the one dude put a lot of our stuff on lock but you could still find stuff out there if you search hard enough uh videos and there's one recorded material i have no physical copies i don't even have a digital copy but it does exist there's an ep out there with my voice somewhere
0: <laughs> love that i think uh i think when you were saying the band names if i'm not mistaken my brother was a big we came as roman fans um so i think when you said that is there's perked up i heard them on like every band you said right now was all like bands i heard on uh like the punk goes albums yeah yeah it was all
1: around that era too like when they were all hot and people were freaking out over that uh so, so they're coming off of a big high. Plus, Warp Tour, Warp Tour was real popular at the time. Uh, yeah. So that was probably at their height. And it was for we came as Romans, it was their OG singer before he tragically passed. Yeah. Uh, it also wonderful people. Every single one of them in the band were were great to hang out with. I would support them
0: for life. Love that. I love that. So, have you really tried to balance that lifestyle of touring musician as well as a touring wrestler? Has that has that been a uh, a big thing? that you have, have you, have you experienced like I know you said you're, you're still struggling to try to find a band, but have you had that band life as well as uh, touring wrestling? Not at the same
1: time. Um, at first that was my goal. Mm-hmm. And I, I got away with that just because I, I put so much in the wrestling when I started training. Like I, before I started, I, I truthfully didn't realize how much time and sacrifice of other things that I need to do is going to have to go into this, but the sacrifice is real. And uh, I just stopped all of my, my musical projects at the time to really to really dive deep into wrestling. But uh, I, that is something I want to do. I want to start juggling that. I just need to get my footing for it. You know, baby steps. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we are getting closer here. We are, we're getting I hit that 45-minute mark. We try to keep it around there or an hour. Uh, if anyone has any questions in the chat, please get them in now so we can get those prepared for everybody. I did have one. Uh, Finn says, "Do you think Randy Orton will ever wrestle again?" He wants he wants to know from you, Squid. What's your um, thoughts on Randy Orton? I
1: I love Randy Orton. I hope he does, man. I hope uh, he comes back. I, I hope he comes back. I hope his his back holds up and he's safe to do what he loves to do. Uh, so I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna let you in on a little secret, Finn. I'm gonna pull back the curtain of wrestling. When when a wrestler comes out and their families come out and they start talking about that they had career ending ending injuries nine times out of ten now sometimes there's truth to it like when stone cold broke his neck it's like okay he broke his neck but nine times out of ten when the reports start coming out that they may be done as a wrestler that means they're close to coming back (laughs) Uh, adam cole was going to be done with wrestling he returned athena was gonna be done with wrestling she returned all like that so i think if you're a randy orton fan i think you're pretty close to a return sooner than later fingers crossed fingers crossed we get the viper back. Um, what do you? What are some things you have going on now that you want people to check out? Or where can people see you uh, work, whether it be music or professional wrestling?
1: Right now, wrestling-wise, uh, absolutely come out to smash master Wrestling. We need your support now more than ever. Uh, it, it just don't deny yourself a good time. It's a damn good time. It's a, damn good. a really good time. Yeah. Uh, but June seventeenth, that's at Classics in Scranton, PA, in the West Side. And he will I miss, I missed the last one because I was you hosting can. an
0: open mic night that night, so I did miss the last uh, Smash Show. Um, it's okay. But You're I hope I don't get miss this next one. one. Maybe I'll bring my speaker and host another open mic after the show. Who knows? And you could bring your guitar and hop. Yeah. It could be it could be all the talented musician wrestlers who could just sing a couple songs after the show.
1: We'll we'll just have a family jam. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. uh, aside from that, uh, another Smash Show July second. That's happening in True. Uh, I'm going to be at NTW at the Lycoming County Fair. That is a Monday night. That's going to be July 17th. Uh, I have August 4th and 5th coming up, but I can't say that one yet. Uh, but there will be a time and that's exciting. Uh, I, I can't wait to say that, but I got to keep shut now. Uh, but as, as for right now, off the top of my head, uh, that's what I have. Uh, if I can get down to Excite, I'm not booked on Excite, but uh, I love those guys. They're all fantastic locker room, fantastic wrestlers. Uh, love Moose. Check them out too if you're in the area and you want to see some damn good shows. They got two of them coming up. Uh, well,
0: Mike, high think- tension, high tension wrestling. Uh, with the shout out earlier on, saying about how you impress them at at Classics. Um, I know they have a show coming up on the tenth. Uh, it's a prom. It's a it's a wrestling prom. Uh, so i've never actually been to prom so this is be the first time for me but maybe uh maybe 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 make a prom appearance i could uh i, I can get spiffy if i want to <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man so i got one question in the chat from hunter and it says if you could write a letter to your younger sw- younger squid sterling what would it say
1: just just keep working not because it don't get easier uh it, it doesn't get easier and that's okay i've accepted that but just keep working and
0: try not to bitch about it i that's what i gotta work on not bitching i gotta keep my mouth shut more too that's that's my problem my italian and irish kicks in and then i get in trouble um who are some people on the scene that squid sterling want to lock up with? who are some people you want to work team up with whatever it may be let's let's start speaking stuff into existence Who's right. on who's on the radar for Squid Sterling?
1: I R- Ricky Price is a guy that I want to lock up with. Uh we had one tag match, but we never even touched each other. I don't even think I touched anybody in that match. I screwed my partner. Screw him. Anyway, Who was uh, it? it was Joey P, Joey perfect. Okay. Screwed him, lost our tag belts, then joined the same team that won the tag belt. So like kind of weird. But yeah, uh I'd I love to lock horns with him. Uh I want to have a one-on-one match with TJ Epics. Got to work him in a three-way with Siren and Rain and uh had a blast. He hits hard. How did you
0: not get dizzy working those three or those two?
1: I never said that. I never said that. Uh, <laughs> he. Uh,
0: no, I said, he, said you, worked, you worked a three-way with Siren and TJ, right? Yeah. How did you not get – like, dude, they're quick. They're everywhere. How did you not get no, dizzy in that I match? I,
1: I never said I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> they they ran me for my money. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was a good time. Uh, but, yeah. oh, you know, I want to lock horns at Mike Skyros. He's a guy I've been watching.
0: Ricky Price says you guys can do that Friday night.
1: You're speaking my language, Ricky Price.
0: Oh, did we just possibly – I mean, Trotsky's got to approve it, but I don't think he's going to hate it. I, uh, I hope you don't hate that because I don't hate that. There you go. We heard it here on the ABJ podcast. Enough of you guys to a, want to come watch it live on, on YouTube or live in Hazleton. Come see the first ever Ricky Price Squid Sterling match this Friday, first Friday at the sanctuary. God,
1: I hope we're not false advertising.
0: <laughs> now we'll make it happen. I'll give Trotsky a couple beers. It'll be a, a couple gay beers. That's our that's our new thing, is the gay beers. We bring <laughs> we bring uh we bring um Bud Lights and uh that's our gay beers. As you should <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, any 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 other names out there? Off the top of my head, um
1: so you put me on the spot. Uh it's the I, I mentioned Mike Skyros, I want to work with him. Uh Jacoby Riddick is a guy that has
0: popped back up that I've been wanting to work. I actually was thinking Jacoby from the Smash shows. I'm like, because like a lot of the guys you're saying are quick or something like that, though. Yeah, I think I think you guys can Just keep feet planted and just beat the dog shit out of each other. I think that'd be fun to watch.
1: I think it'd be fun to do. Yeah. Uh, God, I honestly, I would like uh, on a pure wrestling sense, I want to work Matt Turner one-on-one. Local legend, guy knows his shit. And I I don't even care if I get my ass kicked. I'll at least learn something
0: good. I love that. That's another good one. I love that a lot. Uh, promotions that you have never worked that you would like to jump into.
1: Promotions, I would love to get out to WrestlePro. Um, I would, I, I would definitely like to. I know High Tension was in there. I've been wanting to get on a High Tension show. I'd love to come down and help out, uh, it, and put in my my use word. It, it could be used, you know, for lack of a better word, tongue, mm-hmm. tongue. um Other than that standalone wrestling uh i i would like to get involved in there with pro wrestling after dark they have a lot of cool things uh going on i'd love to get in with creator pro uh there there's a lot battlefield i haven't been down to battlefield yet i want to get i want to get down to there they put on a great product uh wxwc4 i that was the first i worked them once it was my first ever
0: are they still running
1: they are i just saw they're running in sunbury Oh, wow. Um, coming up. I, I don't remember to date right offhand, but I, I did just see that they're back. Uh, so that's one more where I'd like to get involved with. Um,
0: God, yeah, yeah, you got me, you
1: got me on the spot, brother.
0: I love it. No, these are all great answers. I, I love that a lot. Um, yeah, man. So where can people find you on social media? Arkham's Arkham support you by merchandise, whatever it may be.
1: Well, uh, Everything like all my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, excuse me, it's uh it's all Squid Sterling. Uh, some of them you need the underscore. I don't I don't remember which ones need the underscores, which ones don't. But uh, Squid Sterling on everything. And uh, pro wrestling tees, I got a design up on there. Uh, you can get some merch. Other than that, I'm gonna be posting some back merch that I have online uh, soon. I want to clear some of that out, make room for some more stuff. So keep an eye out for that.
0: Maybe some new logos coming Uh, hint hint people in the chat you may be getting a DM aka wink 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 wink, wink, hint hint Hunter Dillon just saying logos by Hunter on Instagram and Twitter. He said, um. Yeah. Oh, he said, "Creator Pro guys, come down to the sanctuary every once in a while." There you go. It's creator Pros are uh, the place to be. I actually fantasy booked uh, my last guest that was on with uh, with Leo Sparrow. I said Leo Sparrow and Ricky Price would be a fun one to watch, but I think Leo, you and yeah. Leo Sparrow would be another good one there too. I I, th- I would love the work, Leo. Uh,
1: yeah. I've gotten the pleasure to meet him once. I was at AXW. Uh, that's a place where I would love to, you, yeah. you know, to show him what I can offer. Yeah, hopefully, maybe against Leo.
0: Kai, Kai, also a good logo designer. Uh, maybe that rocket power one might be something Kai would be like be into. So maybe that we could look at that. He like he he's a, he did the Bob's Burgers and the uh, Simpsons one. I couldn't call it Simpsons, so it's called the ABJ Simp logo. <laughs> Simp. Gotta be careful how you name stuff; you get flagged. But uh, any other questions in the chat? I don't think anything else came in. Uh, so anything that we didn't talk about, anything you want to plug, anything you want people to know about before we get out of here.
1: No, um, for there's one thing that I, that I wanted to say earlier and it slipped my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little story that uh, I had the pleasure of being around. So right before my first match, I had a great opportunity to sit down with Bob Backlund. And uh, I, me and him, we just chatted for hours, like probably three or four hours. We just sat there and, and talked, and he gave me all this advice. And uh, for anybody watching, whether you're a fan, whether you're, you're a worker, whomever, uh, he gave me advice going into a match that I took and tried to translate it into everyday life. And he said that you have a match, no matter how many people are in there. But if one guy goes in there and his soul, uh, his sole purpose is to make the other guy look like a million dollars, beat the shit out of him all you want and make him look like a million bucks. If both people go in there with that exact same attitude, you're gonna, you can't have a bad match. And uh, I took that to heart, and I also put that into real life too. Like if you put each other over, like if everybody had that attitude, man, nobody would ever lose. Nobody I, would ever lose.
0: I totally agree. And like I said, we are we are very fortunate fortunate to be in an area in the five seven oh when it comes to local anything, local business, local artists, local creators, local wrestlers, local musicians. We're fucking talented in these in these coal mountains, man. There's a lot of really talented people. Uh and a it's lot of I'm them passionate. are, are you know what I mean? And, and and we should be supporting each other and putting each other over because there's a lot of potential in this area. But, man, I, I don't think there's a better way to end it. Squid, thank you so much for, for doing this and ha- coming to hang out in the podcast. Like I said, dude, you're one of my favorite people on the scene. Uh, your attitude, the way you conduct yourself, you're, you're, you're a class act dude and more people should be booking squid sterling and buying your t-shirts and following you on social media. So let's make that happen with the ABJ uh, nation. I don't know. I don't have a name for my people. It's the BJers. I think someone said, the ABJers, I think someone said, but uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll Maybe. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. The ABJers in the chat.
1: Thank but you. but dude, uh, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me on here. And uh, just aside even not for me thank you for continuing to do this and even if you're you're suffering like like in your personal life you still keep this going to give <laughs> it's, us a platform
0: it's hard, it's hard. <laughs> i'm trying <laughs> know it
1: is. and uh, we love you and we appreciate you for that don't you ever forget that when, when you get down
0: yeah i i, I do I, and that's why honestly that's what keeps me going man is this Uh, I want I want to have that voice for the people who may have a hard time getting their voice out there. So that that's what motivates me to keep this grinding and keep this moving uh, is so more people can hear about people like you and the rest of the amazing guests I've had on this podcast. And yeah, that's 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 the motivating factor for me. Uh, Before we get out of here, though, speaking of amazing people to get your name out there, this Thursday will be live again. This will be the first week, the first and only week of the month where we're going to have two in one week Uh, going forward. It's just gonna be one a week. So for the month of June, we're gonna do one a week, uh, just because I have a lot of moving and setting up and and hoping that my new location's internet is good and testing. Uh, but so this Thursday, we will have on PJ Savage on the podcast. Uh, if if you don't know, you're gonna find out. PJ Savage is is an animal. Uh, he's you know I mean he, and he's a great 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 human. I don't have the graphics up for the rest of them, but I'll give you a little rundown here. Uh, Tuesday, uh, the 6th, the first ever out-of-character interview with Prince Ahmed will be happening. Uh, He's only doing two podcasts, mine and one other one, so get it while you can. Uh, Monday, the 12th, Jocko, another member of the Billy Walker clan from the Sanctuary or the Takeover, where all the amazing places you've seen him. Uh, to the Tuesday, the 20th, uh, a, 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 an alien will be touching down. Rocket is going to be on the podcast, who is absolutely stunning and to watch on the wrestling scene. And then a guy that we talked about on this episode will be on the 26th of, uh, of June on a Monday. HC fucking Logue will be on the podcast, and I might be doing a shot of something with him before we start to get <laughs> our nerves down. Um, it's the ritual. I'm safe doing it virtually, I can't get spit on. um, You know what I mean? (laughs) But but Like I said, I have a lot more coming up. July, I'll probably jump back on it again hard and get some more stuff, but I am also looking to start filming more interviews in person. I've been testing out the GoPros. It's been working really well. So Possibly, uh, Fridays on Sanctuaries, if I can get somebody pull them aside for a couple minutes and record something, I will. Uh, maybe at Smash, maybe at uh, uh, High Tension, maybe at IWA. All those shows coming up on these Saturdays that I'll be at, so make sure you go support all those shows if you want to come see ABJ. I, w- I will be at the show on Friday at Sanctuary, the 10th at High Tension, the 17th at Smash, the 24th at IWA New Jersey in Nutley, and then on the 18th for Sanctuary. So there's the shows I'll be at for the month of June. I will remind you guys as we keep going. But thank you guys so much for support. We'll we'll get out of here now. Here's some music by the Converse Kid, Billy Trey. We'll see you next time.